0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Julia Barnow. I'm Julie J. We are. Family, Family Jewel J.
1: Cavity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've never done We've that never before. Done that. Why <laughs> now?
0: It, we're, we are in the studio, the Queen City Podcast studio. We put, it It goes to show about a year ago, we started talking about manifesting and how what we wanted and we put out a story on Instagram saying, oh, like we should have a podcast and Brian was like, tell me when you're ready for have a podcast and a week later we were having a meeting and we we're like, here we go. And now... So that's
1: that's a good manifestation of a, things yeah. that have happened in the last year. We've had some
0: ups and downs mm-hmm, in learning mm-hmm, how to mm-hmm. do it. Family jewels, we are Julie and Julia. Mm-hmm. We are moms, we are comedians, mm-hmm. and I'm married, and you're
1: kind of not. I'm estranged. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it married. <laughs> you are unbetrothed. <laughs> I'm unbetrothed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's made that clear. <laughs> no longer the be- betrothed. Is it betrothed? I think so. I thought we said betrothed. Betrothed? Is it betrothed? Is it? I guess you it's can betrothed. be unbetrothed. You,
0: yeah, well, you're the librarian, so.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm good at anything.
0: Betrothed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, And we formed Family Jewels mm-hmm. Comedy about a year and a half ago. And just because when you have two women that really want to do something, it's gonna get done it's gonna get done (laughs) and and come we just put the shows on at at midwood park and the midwood mommies showed up and um and we were on top of the world and we wanted to do it a hundred percent and that was our first lesson in manifestation gone wrong
1: be careful how you wield it um, the mind is a very powerful thing. The universe and it, is a powerful the, thing. Yeah, the universe. When those two things sync up and decide that, yeah, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands soon. To focus on comedy. To <laughs> focus on comedy. <laughs> you're going to lose your job, and the other one's going to quit on the same exact day, yeah. and all of a sudden... We are now pulling in at least one hundred and fifty dollars a month on comedy. <laughs> yeah, so we're paying. The, I mean, <laughs> it's really taken off. <laughs> not, do
0: not quit your day job Mm-mm. again.
1: Mm-mm. No, well, I can't now.
0: We just we wanted to focus on comedy, yeah. and then and then <clears throat> the universe was took away our our jobs and your husband. My house. And your house
1: and your dog and, and your d- chickens. Yeah. It's, it's funny because when you describe it like that, it sounds like my house. Ha- <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> um, when you describe it like that, it sounds like my house burned down. And that is what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like my house burned down because I still don't have any of my shit back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there because I've but driven by it. Yeah. It's there. It's there. Um, I don't want anybody to be like left in the dark. Like, what? How did, how did, how did, how did this happen? Um, I got surprised divorced. And I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah. I've decided. We've decided to mention it. It's time to talk about it. This is my story. I can own my story without saying names. Exactly. When we know who. Not saying names. uh, Calling people names is what I meant. Mm -hmm.
0: Which is timely because we were supposed to be recording this two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And what happened?
1: Well, I like the way that you described it, which is, I can't believe it took this long for your body to finally shut down.
0: <laughs> Julie's body. After a year of running on pure adrenaline. <laughs> being homeless. And being and being in constant fight or flight,
1: it took its toll on her immune system. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, after a mu- three solid weeks of coughing, suddenly I felt worse and I was supposed to go out of town to the mountains to see grace potter i was so excited about it um instead my doctor told me that i need to stay close to a hospital because you have pneumonia and what's so funny is that i have a very i didn't mean to get into this relationship with a urgent care doctor but i i went to see him because this urgent care they (laughs) i know (laughs) I know I have a PCP. I worked for a hospital system for seven years. Like I believe in like going to see a good, but for some reason I like to go to this urgent care. They hardly ever bill you and they give you drugs. <laughs> like they don't make you wait seven days. And like, maybe we, we just want to wait until we have a full blown sinus infection before we're going to give you anything. They just, I'm like, I'm going to have a sinus infection. We just give it to me. And they're like, yeah, I, I believe you. And they just give you the stuff. They don't make you wait. So I'm not going to say the name of the urgent care because you have a funny look on your face like you're <laughs> incriminating this person, but I love him so much. And I ended up just like going Is he to hot? See, no, oh, I just okay. like the way... I mean, he's not not hot. Okay. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. He's, he's, you know... Would you... He has a great personality. Would you hit it or would you pass? I would pass. Okay. I'm not... I'm very rarely attracted to anyone, so... That's a I story just like, for another time. That's a story for another time. That's how I got into that mess. Dismissed. So he, I, I don't know how old he is, but I think he is a millennial, I think, just based on this interaction. So I had to get a chest x-ray. Mm-hmm. So before I got the chest x-ray, you know, he has the thing, the st- what is it, a stethoscope? Mm-hmm. And he's putting it off, on my back and he's like, breathe in, breathe in. And he's like, oh, oh man, this is, yeah, yeah, I think this is pneumonia. Dude, I think you got pneumonia. He said, dude. He said, dude. <laughs> And I'm like, tell me more. Like, do I? And he's like, oh, this is bad. And your oxygen. He's like, if you you need your oxygen level needs to be. Uh, I was like, what is it? Because right now it's on 90s. Like it needs to be higher than that. And I was like, how high? And he's like, higher. I'm like, okay, is there a range? And then he made me buy one of those fingertip oxygen sensors and go home with it. And Anyway, so he does a check x-ray. He gets it back. Calls me later that day. And says, remember how I told you that you had like all this pneumonia sound? What's a pneumonia sound, by the way? Rattling? I don't know. In your right lung? Well, we got the results back. And it's in your left lung. Crazy, right? (laughs) That's what he said. Crazy, right? And he would call me all the time and check on me.
0: I I wonder if that's how most urgent care doctors do. I've never.
1: I don't know. But this is. Okay, so you've you got pneumonia. For... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bar is low. Yeah. I'm going to just tell you right you could now. Literally. Julie.
0: Your bar is very low. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to work on your self esteem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're back
1: to sending me. I send daily... Julie affirmat- affirmations. Today it was a hug myself. I told Julie to hug yourself. A, a practice. I'm yeah. supposed to hug myself and tell myself that everything's okay. I just need to start over. I need to go back to being a baby and start all over again. I was not able to self-soothe. I can tell, but I think it's because I. Oh my God, we're having a full circle moment. You know, when I was little, I had pneumonia, and they put me in an oxygen tent as a as a baby. That's probably why I have no coping skills. I was left in a tent.
0: <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. And my
1: mom went fox hunting. I left believe me in a that tent. I saw a picture of you yes. this
0: morning um,
1: with a dead squirrel. Yeah, that's an amazing picture. Did you and see how big that squirrel yeah, was? Yeah, it was
0: like a, a, a squirrel on steroids mm-hmm. that you had. I helped kill. I ate it. I'm sure you ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, My mom and it explains a lot. Pot pie. Uh, it, it, it really <laughs> explains a lot. And another thing, like Julie mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. have very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Julie mm-hmm. has killed
1: and eaten many squirrels. Just, I don't think I killed that one, but I did eat it. Chickens, And I have hogs. not right.
0: killed anything nor eaten any squirrels because I am a Jewish girl from upstate New York. Yeah. And that's just not really something that we do. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah but but we have formed a friendship <laughs> <laughs> against Julie's will for for the first 5 years that we knew each other
1: how long did the era of me like avoiding our friendship go on did it go as long as it i mean i i think when you describe it it's like years of me tormenting you no no <laughs> it, it it's just
0: uh years of um like maybe playing hard to get a little bit mm-hmm. and me feeling like first of all julie you live across the street from me and we're both funny. Mm-hmm. We should be friends. Don't mm-hmm. get it twisted, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If you lived further minutes away, away I wouldn't want to be friends with you. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be fine. But this is very convenient. Why can't we just have a drink every once in a while? But but you weren't in the
1: right space for it. Well, because, you know, I you were just so um, childless at the time and so happy and... Um, I was like probably on the verge of failing the postpartum, what is it called? Postpartum anxiety test, depression yeah. test for like my third time in a row. Like, I, I don't think anyone passes it, honestly. But, yeah. and, and I had seen you walking
0: down the street looking deranged and speaking to yourself. I was. <laughs> I, I'm not, I would not be surprised. And I was like, hey, babe,
1: you're right. You're like, hmm.
0: And, and and you just
1: kept on walking. I wasn't talking to someone? No. Oh, my God. I'm, well, you know, there were some weird times, like, after I had my daughter. I remember being so sleep-deprived that I was seeing things. I saw what I thought was chubby from the checkers. I thought he was walking down the road. Mm. And it turned out it was a man with a backpack sprayer on. Mm. Like he was spraying like pesticides or something, but he was had a big white. I was like, "That's chubby," and I was like, "I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I need to sleep." Yeah, I didn't not want to be your friend. I just don't think I personally felt like I could have any friends <laughs> at the time. And that- I also thought I was helping you. I truly did. Like I was helping you by dropping off. Clothes on your front porch. Yes,
0: Julie would. Uh, once once I had a baby, mm-hmm. you invited me to your daughter's first birthday party, and mm-hmm. I had just had a baby. And I was like, okay, well, we must be friends since she invited me to her daughter's first birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I was m- maybe six weeks out uh, oh after my God. having the baby. You were walking. And well, because you lived across the street, I know, okay. <laughs> it was not a
1: little olive a far branch drive. here.
0: And I show up, and everyone in our neighborhood who had ever had a baby and their mother <laughs> was invited to this birthday party.
1: <laughs> I felt like at the end of that party, I should have married her off, like it was like a wedding.
0: <laughs>
1: she was yes, your daughter was was was
0: was whisked away in the middle of it for her nap, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and there
1: was some entertainment. It was a very lavish birthday party. It was ridiculous. But I loved every part. Po- that was the last time I remember having like motivation to do something extra. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, it- I don't even do, I don't think I'll ever do another birthday party if I can help it. I'm gonna take them someplace. Yeah. Like Dollywood. Yeah. Well, you've already done that. Mm-hmm. And, I'm going to do it every year. And
0: that's kind of another full circle because oh, yeah. that's when Julie told me that she had <gasps> pneumonia. Oh, yeah. And I said, "No, we need to reschedule. Yeah. We had a workshop scheduled that week, a uh-huh. comedy workshop. Uh-huh. We had two podcast recordings scheduled for that week. And I said, we need to cancel everything and we need uh-huh. to reschedule.
1: Yeah.
0: And I also can't believe that it's taken your body this long to shut down because the last one of the last times Julie and <laughs> I had done a show. She had driven her children, two children, four and under six. Yeah, 4 and 6, taken them to Dollywood by, by herself, which is a sociopathic thing to do unless like you are a masochist.
1: No no one should ever go to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee with by two themselves. children by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no and, one else did. There was no one else there I doing believe that. You. I can tell you that. You drove all the way back from Dollywood. Three and a went, half hours. Three and, the and a mountains. half hours
0: through the mountains, drove uh-huh. straight to our comedy show, uh-huh. and put the kids <laughs> on their tablets. On their tablets. And so we did it. totally and, incoherent and just show. Totally, yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I was saying.
0: <laughs> Wearing your fanny pack, the whole show. Oh, I had show. a fanny pack on. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, this girl's about to have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's the incoming Sitch <laughs> yes. in five. She's like, I'm four. fine. I've got this. And I was like, you don't. we can reschedule the show. I don't think anyone's coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's, We're going to interrupt about five people from having a good time. We're going to be like, surprise. We're doing a comedy show. And I'm they're like, like oh, Mo-
0: motherfucker. <laughs> but, and then lo and behold, about mm-hmm. three weeks later. Yep. Yep, you got pneumonia. So mm-hmm. I think that that is very timely for our first podcast because we have realized that clearly the world needs another podcast. Mm, so much. There's like mm-hmm. only three out there, and, and no women are they're doing. They're just not it. taking off. Yeah. So we can like, that. And two women in comedy. <laughs>
1: We're just seeking any any anything we can do to not have to go to a, a open mic at 11 p.m. <laughs> I think it's our generation's like let's talk about the weather is us saying you know you really got to get some sleep mm-hmm. got to really take care of your sleep you know mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize that I'm real I've realized it I'm not doing anything about it but I do appreciate a good night's sleep.
0: Well, that's because this episode we wanted to talk about mental health.
1: Oh my God.
0: And it turns out mm-hmm. that apparently I am a therapist.
1: For particular people.
0: For very particular people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she doesn't and take insurance, I, but she's affordable. Yeah. <laughs> I give you my time <laughs> freely because I like to be needed. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And And hence the... The Julie and Julia bond was mm-hmm. formed out mm-hmm. of a necessity to do comedy. And we were not really friends, but when there is a will, there is a way. And and, and then it come to be that actually recently, everybody, that Julie, Julie professed her love for me.
1: I do love you. <laughs> I do. You know what's funny is like, because... <laughs> what did I do? It I like a text. I was like, I love you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> With like four exclamation points, yeah. which is not Julie. No, I don't use exclamation points. Ever. Often. Except no. in my passwords. So so all all, all of that to say that mm-hmm. we've learned a lot this past year and a half about where, yeah, re, where, where you life can take you and the twists and turns and family and friends mm-hmm. and jobs and hobbies mm-hmm. and health. And it's okay to lean on your friends and, uh, and have something outside of your family that you, you love. Um, in both of my
1: marriages, <laughs> why does that sting so mm-hmm. much to say that? Um, first, First husband, very much into the hobbies. So into the hobbies, I think that he forgot I existed. Um, if I had been a boat, I would have been really well taken care of. Okay, <laughs> Second husband, no hobbies that I could see outside of the home. And I think that, that are the, the, the relationships I see that are healthy or seem to be healthy or I believe that they're healthy which to me, there's a couple of different things. So you have to be able to talk just a tiny, teeny, tiny bit of trash about your husband. If someone doesn't talk any bit of trash, I think hiding? something's wrong. Like what are you yeah, hiding? Yeah, he's a monster behind closed doors. I just know it. Yeah, like she's so scared of me. Like i, I like nothing. Just like oh, this person does. Like I think the the amount of trash talking you do on Jeff is a totally like this is exactly Acceptable. what it should yes. be they're they are so in love
0: it it depends and and he knows this i'm i'm very up and down mm-hmm. and i i have loved him for 16 years that stranger from the bar the stranger mm-hmm. i met at a bar in ithaca mm-hmm. but and some days i look at him and i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. uh, you have made my dreams come true. Mm -hmm. Look at this family and look at these Mm -hmm. two children and we're all running around and having a dance party. And I am just like, Like no one, no one is more in love with their life than I am. And then we'll sit down and have dinner and I will look at him and I'm like, I cannot hear you chew. I will murder you and Mm -hmm. I will not feel bad about it Mm -hmm. for a second. And I know exactly who to call
1: Mm -hmm. to help me bury the body. Yeah.
0: And then that goes away.
1: Yeah, that's why you have to remember that, like, this too shall pass.
0: (laughs) But I ask him if he has those ups and downs. He's very even keeled. He's like, I love you the same. You annoy me.
1: I've decided that I'm going to let you annoy me the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what it's about. It's finding somebody. You know what's taught me about love is Mm -hmm. having children. Mm -hmm. Because... I would do unspeakable, heinous acts for my children, right? Like, the love that I have for that, I'm like, oh, I'll rip my eye out. I'll let this dog just gnaw my arm off if oh, it's, like, like looking at my a kid. Oh, yeah. like if situation. Yeah, I'm like, I would die for child. you. Yeah. I would die yeah. for you. Yeah. But, man, they are annoying. They the kids? <laughs> God. Are still talking about the kids the I'm just saying, like, they've taught me so much about love because sometimes I used to be like, well, before I had kids, if my husband was annoying me so much, I'd be like, well, clearly I don't love to- – like, that – maybe we shouldn't be together because he's annoying me right now. You know, like, if-, if you're in love, like, you, no one would annoy you to this level. And then I had sh- – gave birth to children, and, and they uh, – like, sometimes I'm looking at the clock – and I'm counting down the seconds till bedtime. I'm like, you guys got to go. You've got to go. And I will throw them in their beds. I mean, no one does it quicker than me.
1: So our nanny, Michelle, what is the phrase? God rest her soul. Right? Rest is in it, peace. Rest in peace. I truly mean, it. I loved her so much. Um, she tragically died. But it. But, but anyway, this was a funny thing that I will always remember about Michelle. Um. When she was watching I mean, Zora was an infant and Michelle would just, you know, put her in the stroller and they'd walk around Plaza Midway together. And I, at first I gave her like all of these maps and and written out notes about where she could cross Central Avenue. I'm talking to a grown ass adult. I'm like, here (laughs) is my (laughs) recommendation for where you're allowed to cross. Like, are there no street lights? With my baby. Okay. And she was like Girl, wait till you have that second child. You'll be throwing him across Central Avenue. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, she's so right. The second one is like, I can see how durable you are now. <laughs> like, you're fine." That was You're fine. That was part of the reason I wanted to
0: have a second baby, just to prove <laughs> that I wasn't going to be a complete psycho. <laughs> The next next time around. Yeah. I was like, I got this. I got this. I have to have another opportunity to prove that I can do this. And you got your sweet little baby man. He is, but I mean, he is such
1: Oh yeah. A hand I mean, you
0: can't he's that kid. Like when people see on the news, he's just well, I just turned around for a second. Like he's He's that kid. He's that kid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but he is yeah, I mean he's such a, a again, but a two-year-old little boy, teaching me a lot about love. Because I'm like I am exhausted by you.
1: Yeah, the second one is a killer, is absolute killer. I was. Um, How do people have three, four, five, six? I don't know. And every every single time I hear that someone has had that many babies, I just feel like, what, what is your situation? The, vij- the what, what Vijay situation is what I'm... <laughs> Again, another. Like, what on earth? Like, I can see how it will bounce back from two, three. I, yeah, I don't I, mean, know. I, don't know. I don't know. It seems like it's the same to me. But, like, it just can't keep doing that over and... Over. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it can. I don't know. I don't know. I'll never know. Um, when I was super sick, I have a special friend <laughs> who was, like, coming up during the night and, like, checking to make sure that my ac- – I think he was putting the oxygen sensor on my – because they were like, you, you need to go to the hospital if you're – anyway, I was on antibiotics for an entire week, seven days. Not a business week, seven days. I feel like those two days make a difference when you're talking about antibiotics. And nothing helped me. And then I went on a steroid. And then I went on uh, – so- it was two different things, a steroid and an inhaler. And then when I went back and I had – the crazy right um, pneumonia. Uh, I had two more antibiotics and one more inhaler. So I had been on antibiotics over and over and over. And this time, only this time, did the pharmacist look me in the eyes and say, "You need to use a second form of birth control while you're taking this."
0: Yeah, but but like, who are you having sex while you have pneumonia? Like, yeah, who are you saying, like, of course I am. You are? I'm just kidding. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, what kind of awful person has, has sex with someone with pneumonia? Like, how bad do you need it?
0: But I'm like, I, shoot, I, I mean, the only, I mean, the only time I can think of it, like, like, cause we got rotavirus once. Have you ever had the rotavirus? No, it is. Awful. And when the first time around that I was trying to have a baby uh-huh. with, with Jeff, like before with Shana was Jeff. born, yes, with okay. my. Okay, just, okay, just my clarifying husband. it was with Jeff. Yes. Um, <laughs> our friend's kid was in daycare, so she's a <coughs> disgusting bacteria. Gross. Like, ugh. And so, um, and it was like after the Super Bowl, and we had been over there for the Super Bowl, and she had just had the rotavirus, and then we all got the rotavirus, but my friends got it first.
1: Is this like a diarrhea situation?
0: Both ends, Ugh. both ends, and but I was ovulating, and so my I'm,
1: take off your pants.
0: I'm looking at Jeff. As Don't we're look both, at me. Like <laughs> running to the bathroom, like I'm literally had like shit the bed. And I'm like, well, You shit the bed? A little bit. I couldn't make it to the bed. During I'm, sex? I, no, 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 no. He would not have sex with me. Actually, no, I think we did at some point because I was like, I'm ovulating and, and I want to have a baby and I'm ovulating and I'm not missing a month. And he's like, he's like, I am just concentrating on not shitting my pants. Like, I cannot get you pregnant <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> you guys could have figured out a new kink with that one. No, I can only come if you're shitting the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> Can you go eat some Taco Bell and then come back?
0: And- <laughs> I mean, when I mean, you are you guys crazed.
1: You got to get creative. When you are
0: crazed and you want to have a baby, especially oh, yeah, the first baby, I'm just mm. like, I don't care. You don't have to look at me. Like, I- <laughs> This is happening.
1: You turn to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. You know how I, I conceived Zora was that I did that huge, well, for me, it was, it was my first time on stage performing comedy.
0: No. Did I tell you this? No. You don't know this story? Oh, my her, God.
1: Or, her origin story?
0: No. So, I've never been like... <laughs> I know. I blow you away all the time. You're like, what? Tell me about what? the
1: time you conceived I Zora. I, know. I must know wait, this story. I You've been waiting to hear this. <laughs> uh, chapter been one. been saving okay. it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I had been taking the Comedy Zone uh, class. Class. Um, So that was seven years ago. And, of course, all my material was about how I couldn't get pregnant. I had this joke about, I still love that joke, but I can't say it, obviously, now because it doesn't make any sense. But I had this joke about how (laughs) the reason why I couldn't get pregnant is because I was having sex with an immigrant, and Trump found out about it, (laughs) and he put his tiny little hands in my uterus, (laughs) and he built a wall around my (laughs) cervix. So much so I had this this is the first thing I ever did. That's the first thing I ever did was comedy that I felt like I can't do this. This is so hard. This is the first time that I am putting my thoughts out there because I had always you know, like someone with no confidence, written all these things, and they where did they stay in my computer where no one could read them ever <laughs> so this is the first time that I was ever like putting my stuff out there and then performing it on top of that. It's just it was a really like. The vulnerability that it takes is unnerving. I think back, like, when I first went up to open mic, how sick I felt, Mm -hmm. how sweaty I was. Mm -hmm. It was disgusting. So went up there, performed six minutes of I can't get pregnant jokes. I got pregnant the very next day. No. Yeah.
0: That's funny that you say that, because the first time yeah, i ever did a like set cuz the first time you ever do it you do that class you have like mm-hmm. a graduation yeah. like it's i like had so many people, people show there. up yeah it was it was like the first time that i felt so confident actually mm. cuz i'm like it's it was the first time and it still is the only time in life that i'm not worried about what i look like what People wearing a fanny uh, pack. Yeah, no, like I don't care. I, I, it, it all goes out the window, and it, and even if people don't laugh, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna crush them all. But, Mm -hmm. um, God, the rush Mm -hmm. and just feeling, especially when you have a set that that crushes, Mm -hmm. and you're just walking off, and you're like, everyone was laughing, and I at what I'm saying and it's just just coming out of my brain yeah it's just (laughs) wild it's I don't know like for me especially like as a woman like you and I have different like confidence issues but for me it, it, it was the first time and still is the only time that I'm just like I don't Care, I Mm-mm. I just want to go up there, and it's not about oh well, people need to hear what I have to say. That's not even what this podcast is about. Oh, people should hear what we have to That's say. That's like the
1: one thing we don't know what to say about. Yeah. And you're like, what what is this about? Like, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, no. But I'll, but I but what we do know is that. When, especially when we first started, and so many women came to to mm-hmm. support us, and then and then as we've done more shows, and men have come up to us and been like, "I didn't think that was gonna be funny when I saw two I love women." I tell up, you that. Yeah, they're like, "I thought you guys were gonna suck it," and I'm like, "Thank you for assuming I'm so that." So glad you shared yeah, that. Yeah, but then they're like, "But you guys were really <laughs> yes. funny." And I'm like, okay, uh, and and people just want to support. Uh, people in their community knowing Mm -hmm. people that are like putting themselves out there and 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 it does kind of inspire people to do things and that's when people have asked us to do workshops or if we have a podcast or you know we've been asked these things this past year and a half and a lot of times we're like kind of
1: Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: oh, uh, you want to hear us? There's,
1: there is nothing better than the feeling that we I think we had when we were leaving that, our first corporate event. Ugh. And we just had like the best time. Yeah. We felt like someone just wrote us a check for a million dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was $500.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. the most money we've ever yeah. made.
0: Yeah. But the yeah. car ride home, we were
1: mm-hmm.
0: on such a high, being like, we have something. Yeah. We this is so fun. We want to do this. You know what? I think
1: I want us to, I think I remember why I said, I love you because what's (laughs) not to love. (laughs) I think in all of the shit storm that I have been dealing with over the last, well, that's what a surprise divorce will do and put you into a (laughs) tailspin. I have come to very much appreciate you appreciate comedy for what it is for like the the good days the bad days because it has given me something during all of this that yes comedy does drive me absolutely insane I shouldn't use that word but I I it's a love-hate relationship because it puts a lot of pressure yeah. on you. Oh, yeah. But, but the pressure is all coming from yourself.
0: 100%. Like every y- time I prep for a show, yeah. I'm like, why, why, why do I do this to myself? Well, well, well I don't need more work. I, I have two kids. I have a full time job. Like, mm-hmm. may, like uh, why do I do this to myself? Mm-hmm. And I've got the recorder, you know, trying to time my mm-hmm. minutes and uh, get it mm-hmm. just right and practice it over and over why am I and doing over this and, to and I'm like, why am I doing this to because myself?
1: Because to me, because it, it's worse if, you, if don't you don't do it. I know. Then you have this voice inside going, you're just so lazy yeah you can't do anything you you want to do it just go do it just go do it and like you it that it, that kind of constant self badgering is worse than anything else Any bad show I could ever have that is worse than that, that
0: sounds, but I think that, that says that's a lot what, about you Julie that's uh, not what my voice says. What does your voice say? Well because I also you're told so you that no, you're so good you're so no. good. No, I've told you, and we'll get into this maybe on another time because we've talked about health and mental health. But a couple of years ago, I went on a on a self healing journey, and it's like you know what? I should probably just like learn to love myself, since like you know I'm I YOLO and and uh, <laughs> and now that I, I don't talk negatively to myself anymore, so like when I don't have comedy, I I'm just like I'm like. I, I I need I need a creative outlet. It's just it's just about something. I'm like I need this to to live. Like I need this for my
1: soul. And like
0: what like uh, just figure it out. Figure out a way to do it.
1: Yeah, I don't feel. Yeah, I, my my view is very much more negative. Much you're more like new. you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that, that's my <laughs> internal dialogue about almost everything. They're gonna find out you're trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> trash. Is what you are. That's oh, what I think Julie. about.
0: Oh bless your heart. Why
1: do I think about that? It's well, the oxygen gonna, tank. We'll, we'll get the, into the tent. I mean, I mean, the tent.
0: Maybe we'll have a trauma episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could talk about that. I, I don't have a lot to say about health, more like my lack of <laughs> health. But I do think that it's, it's probably not – it's like when I am performing and feeling very creative, I am also extremely tormented at the same time because it unleashes something that – I do, I am one of those people, that I think you have to be a little dark to be. 100%. A hundred percent. How dark? 100%. The audience determines how yes. dark you should be, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, what what the line is. Yeah. I'm still, my goal for this year, with what, what? we're in August, um, still. A hundred um, dick jokes. Ten right? straight minutes of ten dick jokes. Ten straight minutes mm-hmm. of dick jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can those be nuts jokes, too? Because I, I, I feel did like one on Friday night that was really good. And it was new. I feel like it, we could do
0: it for like an intro just dick jokes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz like I oh, I remember back in the day when I was like really in before I had kids and I was like on mm-hmm. the con, I was like mm-hmm. doing the mm-hmm. festivals and stuff and mm-hmm. um and Jeff we were at, he Jeff was visiting me because we were, were not living here. apart yeah we were living apart um for a year and and we were having sex and my hip like popped like something and I was like, ow, ow, ow. And he got off me and and like was like immediately concerned and he was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, it was just like my hip, like I, we, we kept going, whatever. Okay. And then so that night I was doing a show and I was like, remember earlier when we were having sex and you thought that like you hurt me And I thought that was so sweet. And he was like, yeah, I was like, but wouldn't it be funny if I, if I said, if I used that as a joke and was like, oh, like your dick's not big enough to hurt me, like, don't worry about it. And he was like, oh, you're not going to hurt me. And he was like, okay. And he showed up and I told him. You did it in front of him? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Probably looked him dead in the eye. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. You,
1: you, I'm talking about You. you. (laughs)
0: No wonder I can't get pregnant. (laughs) I mean, this was way before. But the first time I ever got heckled on stage...
1: Was by your husband.
0: Well, before we went to the show, we got into a fight, and he was like, don't make fun of my dick tonight. Oh, my God. And I was opening for a magician in bumfuck (laughs) nowhere, South Carolina. (laughs) And I tell the joke because I was mad at him. And then this guy goes, you can't talk about man's dick like that. He's like, that's all I do. (laughs) And I was like, dude... It's going to be a long night for you.
1: <laughs> you know, I never finished again. This is this is a this is a show for people who can keep up with multiple lines of narratives. i us say right. to parallel oh, narratives. It's an ADD <laughs> off. But I was just thinking about all the medicine that I was on and how it said the doc, the um, the pharmacist said use a backup form of birth control, which I should have done a Julie joke at that point. The birth control, the plan B. There was a birth control. It was the same thing. It's an emergency contraceptive. It's but the name Julie. is Julie.
0: Yeah. So on brand for you, I feel. I
1: think it's... It is. I mean, I think they should be our sponsor. If they're still out there. Yes.
0: If you guys are... We don't care if you work or not.
1: Yeah. Not concerning to us. But no. But <laughs> we just really want you to sponsor our podcast. I'm at the, <laughs> like, like
0: at, the same, would... at the age now. Like, like we are at the same... We're at the age now. Like, 10 years ago, it was all about like getting, getting married and trying mm-hmm. to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at the age where
1: everyone's husband is getting a vasectomy. I should hope so. I mean, I don't understand. My current special person, not current. Why would I yeah, say don't that? Don't current. Why would I say you that? You love him. I totally you do. You love why? him. Oh, like, like I'm going to change him out or something. I don't know why I just said that. He has not had one, and I'm very, I'm very, very, um, I'm, surprised and i want to take him to the appointment drive so badly him. drive him I'll, I'll drive him i will but i think i would laugh real hard if the doctor told me to like take care of him <laughs> take care of his one stitch my
0: sister had, like, my sister had to do it all last weekend for <laughs> her I husband like? and she got him a penis cookie what's that a cookie shaped like a penis does a man want to eat that uh, yeah i bet he did i'm sure he did and um, the kids made him a get-well card. Tastes like dick. <laughs> <It> t- <laughs> Tastes
1: like balls.
0: <laughs> it's just like a dry, salty like, salty, cookie. salty oh, cookie. You know what? Because that's what happens when I bake. I'm going to start <laughs> a vasectomy cookie business. Oh, my God. Make them all taste like <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, ladies. <laughs> This is for your your husband. No, they'll just, they'll just, we'll crumble up their, their Their drills, their medicines, and we'll make penis cookies out of them. This is where I, these are where the million dollar ideas come from. Yeah. Where were you this time last
1: year? This time last year. uh, Oh my gosh. This was a, this was a doozy of a week last year. Holy cow. Yes. This was, I was, I was driving back from the farm which is my happy place. And I stayed there all summer because I had no house. Mm -hmm. And then I had to drive back. My friend offered me a place to stay. And then I found out I didn't have a place for my kids too. I thought we were going to do this nesting thing where we both stayed in the house and the the kids stayed in the house and we went back and forth. Uh, That abruptly fell through uh, like everything else. And so I was going to stay in her guest bedroom. And then I found out that I needed a place for the kids too. So the kids and I all slept in one bedroom for like three or four months. And I was getting back with just in time to get their s- my stuff in there and get to a kindergarten open house. That's what I was doing last year. And now. And now things are
0: we have i mean we are we have a podcast we had (laughs) relaunched family jewels we thought it was dead forever we relaunched it we were doing monthly shows we were getting paid we have southern strain we have um -hmm. a podcast Mm -hmm. now and you know you've got a you're in a healthy Um, relationship
1: yeah that's why it's so unrecognizable to me like i don't know how to behave that's
0: what i'm saying like yeah. everyone should sometimes just like if you're having those moments just stop and say okay well where was I? like am I am I better now than I was a year ago it's a
1: good practice it's a good practice I think like looking back is painful but then you can see you've actually made some progress yeah, yeah. like right now I'm looking at buying a house full circle how many times have we said that This, like this, I feel like that's a drinking game <laughs> um, everything goes back around everyone take a shot every time Julie and I say full circle full circle <laughs> Um, I'm looking at a house that's like right around the corner from you. Remember,
0: remember that first meeting we had with Brian mm-hmm. after he had offered us the podcast, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Is this real? Are <laughs> like, is this real? Are you going to take this away from me?" And he was like, "Oh my God, what happened to you?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's that book. Like, what the hell happened to you? I know.
0: What happened to you? Well, how long you got? <laughs> A lot has like, happened. I, he was like, "I would not mean the do mo- that." Last six months last, and meanwhile, I was just like, "I don't trust you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't trust you. What you're offering.
0: What? What? What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? I was like, I haven't told anybody because I feel like this is just not real, and I feel like this last month, even I've just been like in denial that like something good is happening for me.
1: Yeah, well, I've been on my deathbed. Mm-hmm.
0: Waiting for you to get better. And yeah. I was like, Julie, you can't die. We've got dreams. <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm still
1: coughing, but I'm, st- it's so, I'm so glad that we canceled because I was coughing um, so badly that I had no control over my coughing. Like, I would cough and, and like, just phlegm would yeah. just fly out and of my – And you're, like, peeing yeah, yourself. And I pee my pants. Yeah. 100%.
0: I, I yeah I can't cough without peeing. So
1: these coughs were so awful. It was like I was potty training myself. Like I was constantly <laughs> peeing in my pants. I'm Like damn it, good thing I work from home. Yeah, gotta yes. do laundry. Yeah,
0: no, I can't have a cough. I can't sneeze. I can't cough
1: regularly. Like, but the thing is, like, you kind of know it's coming. Well, a these... sneeze,
0: a sneeze, you can prepare. Yeah, I a have cough. I mean, we did the sneeze test. You got to step, cross, grab the grab. You mm-hmm. got to step cross grab, mm-hmm.
1: or, or else. Is that still on our Instagram? Yeah, of our course. step, our step cross. Yeah, it's the God. most uh, like uh, no idea why we views got more we views ever on got on one. a reel. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get how reels like what it means. I think there's a big conspiracy theory of no one knows how Instagram works, and then the people who also don't know how it works sell you a webinar on how to oh, unlock yeah. the. Did you learn anything from that? I didn't do you it. You didn't no. Do it? Oh.
0: I'm not paying to do a course on Instagram right I was, now. I'm like, I, like, yeah. I Just, can't. They're all in cahoots. Because I was like, "Oh yeah," oh, I was like, "Well, we've got this comedy money burning a hole in my oh, pocket. God. What do I do with this fifty bucks?" <laughs>
1: oh, that's right. I owe you money. I should remember. You do? Uh huh. From the uh... see see, this is from Sub City. Yeah. Nice. I love that place. I love when
0: when I get like a hundred dollars in cash, and and then and then. I, like, don't ever spend it because I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? I never have cash on me. And, and then it just sits there. And then my husband knows that, like, I hoard my comedy money. And I'm like, I'm going to do something special for myself. I'm going to do something special for myself. Like, I deserve to do like
1: something buy a microphone. Special.
0: Yeah, I'm going to buy a microphone or I'm going to get a massage. And then, like, Saturday he's like, babe, where's your comedy secret money? I need money to go to the farmer's market. What?
1: <laughs> no, you get different money for that.
0: I was like, How I? I was like, I've got forty bucks on me. He's like, that'll do. <gasps>
1: Went towards special comedy money. That's my. Se- we should start writing. That's my uh, secret
0: special comedy money. Family
1: jewels comedy on all these like. <laughs> On our dollar on, bills, on our bills, we earned this family jewels comedy.
0: I know, and I never know what to do. I never spend it because I'm like, I'm say, it's my money, and I'm gonna do. So-. And I work. I have, I make money. Like, <laughs> I have a 401k. <laughs> but
1: somehow the hundred fifty dollars feels it's special. much better. It's so yeah. my comedy money is yeah. so special
0: to me yeah. that I like put it in a box and hide and like lock it up. And I'm like, I'm gonna do something special with you. And I don't.
1: <laughs> we are family jewels comedy. This is our podcast. I'll slow it down, though. You mean it, take it slower? Yeah, yeah. This is Family Jewels Comedy. No, but, like, be serious. All right, well. <laughs> God, i right the gate. You know, why do you have self-esteem issues? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, okay, I okay. just know you're better than that. <laughs> Make sure you get the cough in there. Um, we are Family Jewels Comedy. Uh, I'm Julie J., and I'm Julia Barno. So I think this is all about a space that we create so we can have our car conversations where the microphones are, because we are always trying to like spitball, come up with ideas, just enjoying actually talking to each other, but we never ever ever record it. And then we're like, remember that funny stuff that we said? We're going to say it here. That's actually we're say it here.
0: That's actually true. Yeah. And and without children, without interruptions. Mm-hmm. So we have a space now that we can talk about everything in life from marriage to divorce to children to comedy Mm -hmm. and um do it in a safe space
1: oh i feel vulnerable right now yes Mm -hmm.
0: do you feel connected yeah i think i'm in love Oh, right well give yourself a big (laughs) hug and take a deep breath
1: everything's gonna be okay everything's
0: gonna be okay
1: (laughs) and drink some water queencitypodcastnetwork.com